Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. White Christmas. Well, how about a white first week of January? Holy cow. Snowing buckets in western Montana right now. Pretty sure it's snowing everywhere in the state of Montana. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. The weather outside is frightful. You probably need a new truck. I was just considering... What if I should go get a truck at Northwest Motorsport? The snow's deep. Drive slow, please. But Northwest Motorsport can hook you up if you do need a truck. They have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Ton to get to today. It's a Wednesday, so that means it's a wing it Wednesday. Going to get you a little primer slash recap of what's going on with Grizz Hockey and give you a chance to 
win some wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Also tell you what's coming up in terms of the Grizz hockey schedule. It's also, of course, National Championship Week, and we're going to talk about the team that isn't from the state of Montana, but one that has become incredibly familiar to people around Big Sky Conference country because they've dominated every team in the Big Sky and every single team in the FCS as well. That's North Dakota State. What are all the factors that have gone into North Dakota State's first initial rise and then continued domination at a truly peerless level at the FCS level? We'll get things kicked off with that conversation. We're also going to have our first Grizz Star of the Week for 2022, basketball version. Mac Anderson, junior power forward for the Grizz, will join us. He's a Bozeman native. He's the only Montana native on the Grizzly men's basketball team. But also it's interesting fold because Saturday in Frisco, Texas, when Montana State plays in the national championship game, there's nine former Bozeman Hawks playing on in that game, or I guess at least on the Montana State roster, including a couple guys that Mac Anderson played hoops with in high school. He's still good friends with Lance McCutcheon, All-American receiver for the Cats. So we got some of Mac's perspective as his hometown Bobcats go to the national championship, but now he is more of a hometown Missoula guy playing for the Grizz. We also, of course, then talked about Montana's game against Eastern Washington on Thursday and the looming rivalry game against the Bobcat basketball team on Sunday in Bozeman. Second hour, really excited. Third time this football season, we have had the pleasure of welcoming in a guy that has uh, as much storytelling acumen and as much just broad knowledge about college football as a whole, but specifically Big Sky Conference and FCS level football, Mike Kramer, longtime head coach in the Big Sky Conference and a guy that was a part of the staff at Montana State back in 1984 when the Bobcats won their last national championship and also a guy that was the head coach at MSU when they helped snap the streak to the Grizzlies and a guy who was head coach at MSU for six seasons and to help sort of lay the groundwork for what has now occurred about 15 years after uh, he left that post. And then about 5.30, our good friend Alex Eshman, SWX Montana Television, will also swing by the show and join us to give her perspective on Montana State's advancement to the FCS national title game. The snow is dumping, and uh, that's a good thing if you're a skier. Last show, Powder Mountain, they were already 100% open coming out of the weekend, but they're now 100% open for sure, and I guarantee you the snow up there is unholy, or I guess I should say probably holy. It's coming from the sky, man. It is, uh, it's probably awesome up at Lost Trail. They already get some of the best powder uh, anywhere in the country, but when it's dumping like this, man, they are getting hammered, I bet. They have all chairs and all trails open. The conditions are great, and there's plenty of powder with more in store. That's exactly right. Uh, they wrote this before this snowstorm started hitting, so uh, pretty darn good. You want your kids to learn how to rip? If so, Lost Trail has great ski and snowboard programs. Their all-mountain program starts this Saturday, January 8th as well. For all information, including current conditions, or to buy your tickets ahead of time, or to get your kids signed up for ski lessons, go visit LostTrail.com. Lost Trail, go for the snow. You want to listen to the show anywhere besides the radio? You can always stream the show, any of your mobile devices or streaming platforms, 1029ESPN.com. Uh, I also found out today, I, I guess I already knew this, but you know I'm a little behind the times. I'm kind of 10 years behind everybody else, even though I've tried to be ahead of everybody else in certain elements of my life. Um, but I, I did learn all of the ins and outs of the details of getting our show on the Alexa today, too. So um, 
got a good friend and a mentor of mine who's uh, moving into a little assisted living, and he was really wondering how to to watch the show and listen to the show and be able to hear it really well. And so I said, we well, let's put the Alexa right next to you. And so you can definitely uh, stream the show that way as well. And, of course, if you're not watching on SWX, you can always watch the show on YouTube as well. You want to be a part of the show? You want your chance to win some wings? Or you just want to contribute to the conversation, questions, comments, any of that stuff? Call us, text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. And, of course, about 40 minutes from now, we will be giving you some Grizz hockey tickets. Or, excuse me, Grizz. Uh, we'll be going over the Grizz hockey. We'll give you some tickets next week uh, as their uh, next home game is approaching a couple weeks from now. Uh, but we'll also give you the opportunity to win 12 of the best wings in the city of Missoula from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. I had some some myself on Sunday. And, uh, jew. Spicy teriyaki, man. This is about as good as it gets. Delicious. So stay tuned. About 445, we'll be giving you a dozen wings from the Desperado uh, Sports Tavern and Grill. The um, <laughs> It's funny because it is so cliche to talk about the weather, but it is, it's also hilarious when you start getting uh, outside of the, the, the world we live in here in Montana and in the Pacific Northwest – I did a radio hit with a ESPN affiliate out of Baltimore last night, and that was fun. I was just so interested why the Baltimore station uh, wanted my perspective, but it was, I mean, I'm happy to give it. I love giving uh, any perspective to anybody that's interested in it, and we talked about the FCS National Championship game, um, but half of our conversation was, well, how cold is it in Montana? How much snow do you guys have? And I was trying to tell them it's been a mild winter so far, but... Uh, not so much today as it's uh, it's puking out there in western Montana. But I know today over in Bozeman was supposed to be travel day for MSU. What do you know? The Bobcats are trying to go to Texas. That is just means an inevitable circumstance in which they have a flight delay. <laughs> Montana State has gone to Texas. I was trying to count it up earlier uh, today. MSU certainly played in Texas. Uh, they played at Texas A&M, Rob Ash's third year at the helm. They played at Southern Methodist in uh, 2013. They played in Stephen F. Austin the year before that. They played at Sam Houston in the playoffs. So that's four. Uh, they then returned to Sam Houston for the playoffs this year. So it's been at least half a dozen times that the Bobcats have had a trip scheduled to Texas over the last 10 years or so. Every time, and I, and I know this specifically, from those early years because my first quote-unquote professional paid radio gig was helping out as the sideline reporter for Montana State football broadcasts. And so I was traveling with the team at that time, and I remember three different flight delays when the Bobcats were trying to go down to Texas. So I was joking with Garrett Becker, who heads up the the video and uh, and uh, multimedia department for, for the Bobcat football program. Uh, I was joking with him when we were down in Huntsville. I said, how's the travels? He said, oh, terrible. We had a flight delay. We couldn't get down here. I said, well, it wouldn't be a trip to Texas for Montana State if if there wasn't a flight delay. Well, sure enough, here we are. Bobcats go back to Texas for the second time in a month. And uh, they they had a uh, the buses left Brick Field Fieldhouse this morning, early morning, I think about 7 o'clock. They had a, a cool send-off where people could lie in the streets in, in uh, on Keggy Boulevard right there by campus and waved the flags, and I guess there was people some shooting off some fireworks. A lot of pride uh, for this team, especially from people in the Gallatin Valley. 
And then they, they waited, and then they waited again, and then they waited again. And I sort of had a firsthand account of this, or I guess a secondhand account of this, because Dan Davies, Associate Athletic Director for Montana State, a guy uh, who was actually going to be on the show today, he will join us. I recorded with him today, but we didn't want to rely on uh, the ability to record because we didn't know which part of the airport, which part of security, or if he was going to be stuck on a plane before we went live today. So you hear from Dan Davies, Associate AD for Montana State, on Friday. Great stories, by the way, so I very much look forward to sharing those with you. you know, Dan has unbelievable perspective because he played on MSU's 1976 national championship team. He coached on the 84 team, and he's worked in the athletic department for 30-plus years since then. So great stories from him. But anyways, we kept touching base because he didn't know when he was going to have 20 minutes uninterrupted to get to talk to me. But I'm told now that the Bobcats have at least boarded their flight. So they've been there for about eight hours. Um, But they're on the plane, so that means they'll be making their way down to Texas. So, I mean, the headache for sure, but it's just interesting that the dynamic of MSU having a hard time getting to Texas remains, uh, even though they've they've been doing this for, for more than 10 years. Nuana's now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Let's dive into it all football all the time. Presented by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has all sorts of fun futures bets for the NFL. They also have a whole bunch of fun uh, bets when it comes to the FCS National Championship game. They got some player props and, and some pregame betting lines. You can tease the the uh, point spread up and down by quite a few points, much more than you would at a normal Vegas sports book. So no matter where you're at in Montana, one of your local Favorite places definitely has a Montana a Sportsbet Montana kiosk. You can go on the Sportsbet Montana kiosk or Sportsbet Montana website, excuse me, and look up where they have all kiosks across the state. So if you want to lay a bet on the uh, national championship game or some NFL games or you know the playoffs coming up, any of that, you can head on down to any of your favorite places and go find yourself a Sportsbet Montana kiosk or just download the Sportsbet Montana app. And then once you get in that geofencing area, you can definitely let it roll there too. North Dakota State has arguably the most tradition-laden or, I guess, uh, successfully traditional, traditionally successful program, arguably, in the history of college football. NDSU has won eight of the last nine fall national championship games. Uh, the Bison are in their ninth title game in the last 10 years. Since the beginning of this run in uh, 2010, the first year that they qualified for the FCS playoffs, they've lost a total of three playoff games. That's compared to 39 wins, 39 playoff wins over the last 11-plus years. The Bison have lost at home in the playoffs one time. By the way, those three playoff losses, one is including the spring season, so they only actually have two playoff losses in the fall. One was in 2016 in Fargo to James Madison, the eventual uh, national champs. And the other was uh, in 2010 to Eastern Washington in Cheney in overtime in a shootout. It was a great game. And that was a week after the first of the three uh, playoff wins NDSU has over Montana State. NDSU's knocked MSU out of the playoffs in 2010, 2018, 2019. 
But that rally, uh, they were losing 17-14 in the fourth quarter to MSU in 2010 and came all the way back and steamrolled the Bobcats. They went, they won going away, turned a 17-14 fourth quarter deficit into a 42-17 win. Since then, they've been almost unbeatable, period. Since that moment, since they lost the following week in Cheney in overtime, North Coast State has lost nine total games in the fall. So, there's your numbers. Two fall playoff losses, including only one in the last 10 years. 39 playoff wins in the fall. A total of only nine fall season losses since 2011. Of those, four have come to South Dakota State. Um, The one had came to James Madison in the playoffs. So, basically, it's not hyperbole to say these guys have been almost, if not truly, unbeatable. Completely undefeated in 2018, completely undefeated in 2019. They uh, set the Division I record for wins in a row. And the formula has been tried and true. It hasn't mattered if Craig Bull was the head coach, like he was in 2011 through 2013, or if Chris Kleiman was the head coach, like he was from 2014 through 2018, or now with Matt Entz, North Coast State's current head coach, who will join us, by the way, tomorrow, or excuse me, Friday, on Nuanas now. It hasn't mattered. It has not mattered who is at the helm. It has not mattered who the opponent has been. North Dakota State basically goes undefeated at home every year. They get home games throughout the playoffs every year. They've only ever had to go on the road in the playoffs once. That was back in 2010. Otherwise, they've just sat in Fargo, and even that other playoff loss over the last 11 years against James Madison came at the Fargo Dome. So they got the formula. You you just dominate your non-conference, you dominate your in-conference, you sit at home for the duration of the playoffs, and then you book your trip to Frisco, Texas, and you rinse and you repeat. And it hasn't mattered if it was Brock Jensen, who played for the Miami Dolphins after his career at North Dakota State, or Carson Wentz, who's the current starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, or Brock Jensen, who's Justin Herbert's backup in uh, San Diego, I guess Los Angeles. I'm never going to stop screwing that up. But for the Chargers, or Trey Lance, now the recently anointed starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, it hasn't mattered. I mean, if you get one of those guys at the FCS level, that's a transcendent talent. The fact that they've had four in a row, unreal. But also the fact that losing those guys has never been a big deal, also unreal. But that's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the talent. I mean, Darius Shepard is the starting punt returner for the Green Bay Packers. Joe Haig, starting offensive tackle, I believe now for uh, the Houston Texans. He was with the the, the Colts. Um, I mean, they have all sorts of guys. Billy Turner is a starting guard for the Green Bay Packers. And, and from the offensive linemen to the running backs, to the receivers, to the players like Jabril Cox, who's a starting linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys now, to the D-linemen, everybody. They've had unbelievable talent, too. But the thing that has been so impressive to me is how unwavering it's been and how the culture, it's never been about the people that are currently there. It's been about maintaining what has been there forever. North Dakota State's first national title came back in 1965. They have 16, count them, 16 national titles to their credit. That's absurd. That's that's not even like in the realm of possibilities to think about. They've been to the playoffs 27 total times between their Division II and Division I days. They have 37 conference titles, 37. 
That's just, that's amazing to even think about. And I think it's because there's such an unwavered, I think there's two, I think there's actually, there's a ton of factors, but I think that the primary factor is that the message has never changed. And it's that what North Dakota State has been and what it is and what it could be and what it will be Every individual that's ever been involved in it is currently involved in it or ever will be involved in it is only a part of the story. It's only a part of the the legacy. It's only a part of the culture and the tradition and all of that. And you know, Freddie Banks, who's a North Dakota State alum and now Montana State's defensive coordinator, he played it at NDSU. He said that on this show way back in September, the first time he ever came on this show. He said, there's nothing about Montana State that Freddie Banks has anything to do with except for maintaining the standard that's already been established, not letting anybody that came before you down. And when you watch North Dakota State play and you watch the style that they play with, it's not flashy. It's not outside the box. It's not innovative. It's just hard-nosed, disciplined, rough-and-tumble football. And more than anything, though, it's a sum of parts. It's, It's a collective cumulative effort it's everybody being a part of one thing one vision one goal and you know a teaser for when Matt Entz joins us on Friday I talked to him earlier this week and as he said at North Dakota State they don't ever talk about the past and they don't ever talk about the future they only talk about the present each team sets their own individual goals Each team treats each season as its own individual season. It's not about repeating as national champions. It's not about any of that stuff. It is about achieving the specific goals of the team in that exact moment, but also upholding the tradition of everybody and everything that went into what North Dakota State has been able to establish. So uh, there's also all sorts of other factors, but we'll bring in now our producer, Andrew Houghton, here at ESPN Missoula. I know that you've thought about this because everybody that covers the FCS has thought about this and all the different things that go into it. And there's also a whole bunch of modernized things that we're going to get into in just a minute, you know, from their facilities to their fundraising to their funding, all that stuff that that certainly also provides advantages. And when you're this good for this long, success breeds success as well. But in your mind, I mean, you've watched North Dakota State a bunch of times. And, uh, you know, I, you've probably seen them. You see, you've seen one of the nine losses live, though, because you, you were there in Missoula when they lost uh, to the Grizzlies here in 2015. But what is your perspective on this? I mean, what do you think of just NDSU and, and just uh, this unbreakable powerhouse that they've built? Well, it's difficult for me to even talk about, like, how they got to this stage because when I started following FCS football, they were already kind of there. I mean, for as long as I've followed FCS football really closely – it's been NDSU, so I can't really talk about how they got to that point. Right. I mean, you're 27, right? So, the, like, the last time... Right. North, like, you were, like, in high school the last time North Dakota State wasn't the dominant team, right? You were, like, a sophomore in high school. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, by the time I got to Montana and FCS football was kind of on my radar, they were already... I mean, they were just starting this run, and, and they were already dominant. I mean, make no mistake, Coulter, this is something that you don't see anymore in team sports. This, this kind of, of domination and, and dynasty that you haven't seen in decades in other team sports. You know, if we're going back to the, the Boston Celtics in the 1950s, I mean, Alabama's been hugely dominant in college football these last, you know, 10, 15 years. 
Alabama can't touch them on the numbers. It, it's really ridiculous. You talked a lot about the continuity. I think that has a lot to go that goes into it, and especially when you're talking about the continuity of the coaches because it's easier to spread that message of, hey, we're just trying to build on the tradition. We don't want to let the people who came before us down when you're just replacing from within every time and you're going, you know, Chris Kleiman to Matt Entz this time, right? It's a lot easier to keep that tradition up. I think the other thing where that continuity has helped them, their style has remained consistent the entire time. And I'm talking, right. talking a little bit about the X's and O's here. Yep. And that style happens to be really the perfect style to survive a single elimination tournament because that's what's, what's crazy about it. I mean, we're talking about nobody's had this kind of success in team sports. I mean, you can see it some, a little bit in tennis or with dominant swimming or track and field athletes because that's an individual sport. In team sports, there's so many valid variables, and that's compounded when you're playing a single elimination tournament because if anything goes wrong, you're out. But the style that North Dakota State plays is just built around having as few things go wrong as possible, and that's how you run up a 39-3 and record in single elimination games because they're going to control the ball. They're going to dominate you on the offensive line. They're going to control the time of possession, and they're going to shut you down on defense, and, and nothing's going to go wrong when you do that. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas and Andrew Houghton talking a little bit about the FCS National Championship, specifically the juggernaut that awaits Montana State in Frisco, Texas on Saturday. Uh, I guess I was going to say afternoon, but I guess it'll be only afternoon the second half of the game because the game does kick 10 a.m. Montana time, 11 a.m. local time there uh, in Texas. One of Brett Vegan's quotes of the year uh, this year was when Colton Poole from the Bozeman Chronicle asked Coach Vegan about how much playing at North Dakota State and, and coaching at North Dakota State re-emphasized the formula for winning in the playoffs as you're speaking to. And Brett Vegan said, it's really easy to sit there and talk about running the ball and playing defense. Running the ball, stopping the run. It's easy to do. It's, it's easy to say it's really hard to do. That's the other thing that's really struck me. I think that one of the, 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 the great dichotomies and hypocrisies that exist in modern college football is there still a fair amount of very old-school coaches in modern college football, whether it's Nick Saban and Kirby Smart at the highest level or Bobby Houck at, at Montana? And so many of them understand the notion of run the ball and stop the run. So many of them understand the dynamic of this, this omnipresent culture that you're trying to maintain, this, this tradition that is much bigger than you. People understand that. But it's so hard to be 100% into it and execute it at 100% level. Bobby Houck talks about it all the time, about it's about Montana. It's about the tradition of the Grizzlies. It's about returning to dominance. Yet Montana is not unwavering or perfect when it comes to not in, enabling players, not enabling Bobby, – Bobby Houck wants it to be a no-star system. Yet it, it's almost inevitable because of the media coverage in Montana, because of the, the – um, fact that there's no pro sports teams, all that, it's impossible to bat a, th- uh, a thousand in, in this scenario, unless you're North Dakota State. That's the most amazing part about it, 
is they have guys like Carson Wentz, yet they're not trying to throw for 4,500 yards and 50 touchdowns. They got guys like Darius Shepard. Darius Shepard had, had like one-fourth of the catches that Cooper Cup had it, during his time at Eastern Washington. Different offenses, different styles, whatever. They never put a guy on the pedestal. Kyle Emanuel's the only guy from North Dakota State who now is a starting defensive, or was at least, a starting defensive end in the National Football League. He's the only guy I could think of off the top of my head that won the Buck Buchanan Award because they don't make it about one guy. When Montana State was scouting NDSU in 2018, Jeff Choate had not really been familiar with them. He comes in the press conference, and it was one of the great Jeff Choate moments. And when he's in a press conference, there's a good chance there's going to be a good moment all the time. It was one of the great moments of Choate's a soundbite career at, at MSU. He sits down, and he says, we're going to start with this kid who plays linebacker for North Dakota State, Jabril Cox. He said, I coached at Florida. I coached at Washington. I've coached at Notre Dame, at Alabama, at Florida State. This guy can play anywhere. This guy can play any school in the country he will start. He's not wrong. Jabril Cox starts for the Dallas Cowboys, or at least he did until he blew his knee this year. He's a starter in the NFL. So, but Jabril Cox never had a 100-tackle season. Jabril Cox was, was, you know, a first-team all-conference player, but he was not, like, on the tip of the tongue of everybody in the country like guys with these crazy prolific years. Even Trey Lance. Trey Lance had to be outside of his mind in that system and throw 40 touchdowns and have zero turnovers to even be considered for the Walter Payton because they don't put anybody on a pedestal. I think that's the thing that is so striking about North Dakota State. It's easy to talk about it. It's so hard to 100% execute being about it, and they have. Right, and that's why North Dakota State's the only school that's been able to transcend this paradigm at the FCS level. I mean, that's That's why you have guys like Cooper Cup. I mean, those are the guys who sort of break out of the the lower level of the SCS and, and get real NFL draft attention is because you, you, you've got to be a standout, right, to, to be evaluated with the FBS guys. Yep. You have to, right. like Cooper Cup, just have insane stats. Yep. Or like, you know, like the Spencer Brown guy, the tackle who went to UNI, your measurables have to be off the charts. Well, not at North Dakota State. Right. Because North Dakota State is the one school that's been able to say, hey, actually, the best advertisement for you is winning. That's right. right. So, and that's, that, right. and that's what helped Carson Wentz and Trey Lance and everybody be evaluated fairly at the NFL levels because they were part of that system. But NDSU, of course, is the only school that's been able to do that. And I think, you know, that's kind of a big part of their success, too, not even when we're talking about the culture. But just no other school in the FCS has been able to consistently be there for 10 years. I mean, the Big Sky has has struggled to put a team on the same level as North Dakota State. In the last 10 years. Well, that's one of the one. uh, There's always the what if factor in every level of all sports, right? But the biggest what if factor to me is what if the Eastern Washington teams led by Vernon Adams and Cooper Cup would have not stumbled in the semifinals of the playoffs multiple times. To me, that could have been the the biggest the biggest um, challenger to this NDSU reign, but we'll never know because they never got that. We never saw that matchup in the national title game. Yeah, I guess you would say over the last decade, I mean, their one true rival has been James Madison. That's right. And, and maybe SDSU some years, but SDSU has never been able to get over the hump in the playoffs against them. It's just, it speaks to how difficult it has been to do that. And the, and the last point I wanted to make, I think North Dakota State, and I said I wouldn't talk about sort of how they got to this point because I wasn't really around for it, the Ascension. I think North Dakota State gets a little bit of the best of both worlds, right? Because yep. we, we always talk about Montana and Montana State 
They're the only game in town. Right. There's no pro sports around. So you get, you know, the fan support and you get the the huge crowds and you get the home field advantage and you get the 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 love, right? Because that's the only game in town. But North Dakota State, I mean, Fargo is not far away from Minneapolis, right? Well, and I think that also people think North Dakota, so they think tiny town. Right. Fargo has a metropolitan... I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Fargo has a metropolitan population of 250,000 people. Right. That's twice the size of any town in Montana. No doubt. And it and, and it's close to, to Minneapolis, so you can it go is. in and you can recruit some of that big city talent because it's within your, you know, it's within your area. And Montana, Montana State don't really have anything like that. So that's why I think partially North Dakota State has been able to run that system so consistently that we're talking about, like, Bobby Houck would love to just control the line of scrimmage at Montana. Well, North Dakota State can actually go into Minneapolis and Minnesota and get some of those guys on the offensive line that you have to get to run that system, you know? Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. A couple things to emphasize the points you just made, which were all very, very good and very accurate. You're so right, too, in the fact that the number one advertisement they have is that we're going to get you to the NFL because of winning, not because of statistics. That's such an incredible formula if you can actually execute, maintain, and then renew it with new coaches and new players. That, that's, that's crazy to be able to do that for sure. The other thing is, and, and I've always thought that this was one of the most underrated parts of a college football program anywhere, but particularly in rural areas where you are going to have so many of your your linemen on either side of the ball be developmental type guys. North Coast State's had the exact same strength and conditioning coach in Jim Kramer since they went Division One back in 2004. The legend of Jim Kramer precedes him. Jim Kramer, I don't know if this is actually still true at this exact moment, but leading up to the last national championship game I covered with North Dakota State in 2019, so I believe it's probably still true just a couple years later, Jim Cramer gets the final say on evaluating the body type of the offensive and defensive linemen. When we're we're going to be down in Frisco, and I, I wish you were going to be there because I would love to show you on the sideline. But the single most striking part about North Dakota State when I've seen them in person is watching them warm up and specifically watching their offensive linemen, their fullbacks, and their tight ends when they're doing like inside drills and like little pods of just the blockers. You've been around college football enough. You know, every team, you know, there's like these prototype sizes for guys now all the time. But still, you'll see all sorts of variable different body types and sizes of guys at positions, even on the offensive line. You have all sorts of different guys in their development. And if they're skinny or or fat or, you know, not as tall as you want them to be or incredibly tall and they're still too lanky or whatever. Yeah, like Colton Kintz and Moses Mallory were both playing guard for the Grizz this exactly, year, right? Exactly, right. And, and Kintz is like six inches taller than Mallory. Mallory is about four times as wide as Kintz. That's right. It's a exa- great example. The only thing that lets you tell the difference between the guys at North Dakota State on the offensive line are this, is the numbers. That's it. They look the same. They're, you'll, also at the FCS level, you'll always see a couple of the offensive linemen that you know are skinny that could get bigger and, and could be great players, or maybe they won't, and maybe they'll never be strong enough. You also always see the guys that maybe had the frame and just weren't quite a- as athletic enough. You know, they're just not – they're kind of bad athletes. They're just, you know, big guys. And then there's also the, always the offensive linemen at the FCS level of guys that are a little bit timid. Like, you can tell, you know, that guy's big, and he's probably strong, but is he tough? Like, does he have the meanness? 
when you watch NDSU do these drills, like they do, it's like it's like a military regime, and they have like four strings of the offensive line doing the drills. Every guy looks the same. Every guy is perfectly symmetrical and athletic. None are too tall or too or too short. None are too fat or too skinny. They're all 6'4", 6'5", 295 to 310 pounds, good muscle mass. It's amazing to watch them, but I think that's the most underrated factor of what they've done is they have this strength coach who gets to make the decision. So he's picking the body type that he knows how to mold, and now his formula is so unbelievably tried and true. He's done it for almost 20 years. And that's another selling point. They can tell guys, especially on the line, I mean, they've had six guys drafted in the top 100 on the offensive line over the last 10 years. So it's not like, hey, kid, you can go to Michigan or Wisconsin or Iowa. You have exactly the same, if not a better chance of getting drafted as an offensive lineman out of North Coast State than anywhere in the country. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that, I mean, it translates to what I was talking about with their style of play, too. And this is the other unbelievable thing. I mean, even if you're not watching these guys up close, it translates to what you see on the field. I mean, if they need a drive, if they need to go down and score, they're in a tough spot in a game, they've just been hit with a quick strike touchdown, they'll just rip off, you know, 10 carries for for four to seven yards, go down and score. If they need to kill the clock, they can do it. If they need to, you know, manipulate the clock so that they get the ball after halftime, they'll do it, and they'll just do it on, you know, four and five and six-yard runs, and it's just clockwork. Last point here because I know we're up against it, but the success has now started to breed success as well in terms of fundraising. They've always had great support, but now they have next-level facilities. They built a $55 million indoor practice facility. They have a secondary practice facility if they ever need it for extra work or if somebody else is using their primary facility. And those are both in addition to an awesome indoor stadium in which they play. So they never have to go outside. That gives them a huge advantage. It was negative 20 in Fargo on Tuesday when I talked to Matt Entz. And yet they can recruit guys from Florida like Christian Watson, their star receiver, because they can tell them, hey, you never have to go outside. We play inside all the time. And then the last factor is not only the support, not only the uh, facilities, not only the tradition, but they also just have much better resources now. They're paying full cost of attendance on a Big Ten level. They are an FBS program in every way except for the title. And I know that they would move up if they got a football-only invite to any conference. But who wants to take these guys? Because they'd go undefeated in the MAC. They'd probably go undefeated in the Mountain West. And they'd probably mess up the Big Ten a little bit, but they're not quite to the Big Ten level. So they're sort of stuck in this mode. So we'll see what the future holds. But a lot lot goes into why North Dakota State has been so good. Got to get out. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. It's all football all the time, presented by Sports Bet Montana. Go get your last-second bets in before the FCS National Championship game between Montana State and NDSU. Out of football, into hoops. Mac Anderson, Bozeman native, Grizz Power Forward, joins us next. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. Nuwana is now on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's producer Tommy from Nuwana is now. Did you know you don't even need a radio to listen to Nuwana is now? You can watch Nuwana is now all around the state of Montana on SWX Television, Channel 199 on Charter or 23.3 on Terrestrial Television. Plus, you can stream every minute of Nuwana is now live on YouTube. Tune into the stream on 1029ESPN.com or find ESPN Missoula on the TuneIn Radio app. Four to six weekdays on 1029 ESPN Radio.
What up, Montana? Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Hope you stay. It's Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is. It's all muddled together. That's what happens when you take time off. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you for being with us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. You can visit NWMS Rocks for the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs. Time now for our Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. I tell you what, I know the Bob Ward's got some sweet post-Christmas, post-New Year sales going on right now, and you're going to need some winter gear, whether it's socks, snow pants, some boots, maybe need some ski or snowboard gear, some new gloves, goggles, whatever. Bob Ward's got it all. I was in there over the holiday break, and uh, they got all sorts of great selection for you at great prices. Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors has been locally owned and operated for a long, long time in the city of Missoula. So go check out Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors for all of your outdoor winter needs. The first Grizz basketball star of the week, Mac Anderson. He's a junior from Bozeman. He's a power forward slash center for the Grizzlies. And uh, the only Montana native on the University of Montana men's basketball team. The Grizz play at Eastern Washington on Thursday, a team that they've lost to four times in a row. Very rare occasion. In fact, the only team that's beaten a Travis DeCure coached Montana team four times in a row is Eastern Washington. So they play in Cheney on Thursday, and then they play in Bozeman on Sunday against Montana State rivalry game. So Weber State last Saturday, Eastern, and then Montana State, that's basically rival, rival, rival for Montana men's basketball. I know Bobby Houck doesn't like to call anybody but Montana State the rival, but Travis DeCure, Chris Hoops, they don't have any problem acknowledging it. Mac Anderson from earlier this morning. We've been talking so much football, but we're in the heart of basketball season, too. Spent the weekend down at Dahlberg Arena, caught the Montana Grizzlies, sweep Idaho State and Weber State. A good start to the new year for the Grizz. And now we're rolling over a segment we've been doing since the fall. It's our Grizz Star of the Week. We're going to be featuring Grizz basketball players each week here on Nuanas Now. We're joined by a guy who's joined us many times in the past, Mac Anderson. He's a Montana native, Bozeman product who plays for the Grizzlies. Mac, Happy New Year, man. Thanks so much for being with us. Happy New Year. Good to be on here. Uh, first of all, let's talk about this last weekend. Um, it seemed like you you guys turned turned a corner. It seemed like it was a pretty good weekend. I know you, you were good in the non-conference, but it seemed like you guys had a lot of flow, a lot of confidence, and it seems like maybe rules are starting to be a little bit more defined on this team. So what did you think of the, the weekend sweep to head into the new year uh, with two Big Sky Conference wins? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always good to start off conference. Obviously, we had those uh, two games earlier in the year, but we always kind of talk about it. Once you get back from great break, it's almost like a new season starting. So just to be able to come together and kind of and get those two wins, you had to scrap them out. But uh, it's always good to start off on a, on a good note. I always think Idaho State's an interesting one since Coach Looney took over because they play so different than almost everybody else. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to lure you into playing this slow style. And you guys didn't really succumb to that, though. I watched them in Bozeman on Saturday. And, I mean, it was like 40 total points in the first half because the game was so slow. But you guys seem to push it and transition and not really let them dictate the pace of the game. How do you do that? How do you, how do you sort of make the game your own and, and dictate the, the tempo on your side rather than letting Idaho State do that to you Uh yeah that was something going in that we spent a lot of time on and one of our big focuses was just to uh, push the ball get out in transition and just try and run and play at our pace Um, because obviously they do play their style so it's hard not to 
feed into that, but that was our biggest, one of our biggest focuses was just getting out in transition and keeping the pace going. And Saturday, I mean, Weber State, uh, everybody always comes out in full force. I know it's kind of like a secondary rival to you guys. You love playing Weber State, and it's always fun games, too. So mm-hmm. uh, a good win for you guys, though, 74-72. Uh, Coach Trav, Travis DeCure said after the, the game, he said, you know, it's kind of felt like as we were going back and forth, it was going to be whoever had the ball last, and you guys ended up having two stops in the last minute, and Lionel Martin hits a, hits a sweet shot to kind of put you over the top. So before we get to Lionel, because I think that's a good part of the story as well, but what was the back and forth like against Weaver? Because it seems like you guys really get up for that game. Yeah, I mean, we always do. It's one of the big games in our conference. We love playing them. It's always a lot of energy in the building, no matter where we're playing. Um, but, yeah, that game was crazy. And like you said, it did come down to whoever could get stops. And, I mean, that's always the most important thing. So, thankfully, we were, fa- thankfully we were able to get a couple at the end there. And then Linnell obviously made that play in game. You, uh, you're one of the guys. Back Anderson, by the way, joining us here on the Grizz Star of the Week. You're one of the guys on this team that experienced what the Montana fan base can be like, then experienced not having it, and now experienced having it back. Yeah. I think it's so fun talking to the guys like Robbie Beasley and Brandon Whitney and now Lionel Martin, who's new to the team this year, because they've never really been around this stuff. And I know that last year, I mean, it sucked, because so much of the reason you come to play in Montana is to play Dahlberg Arena in front of the great crowds. Mm-hmm. But what's the experience like for you seeing the guys kind of light up and get their first taste of, of what the Grizz fan base can be like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a lot better than last year obviously it was kind of I was almost just trying to keep them believing that it would be like this but um I mean it's fun you can feel that energy and obviously I missed it last year so having that back always gets us going and we love playing here so it was so funny too uh I went and got coffee down at uh, market on front before the Portland State football game in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I saw Josh Bannon and Rowdy Beasley there. It was so weird because I talked to them on Zoom a whole yeah. bunch, but I'd never actually like them met them. <laughs> it was like, what's up, guys? Like, this is so weird. I'm introducing myself, even though we've already had multiple conversations. It was such a weird dynamic. So I'm glad I'm glad we're at least sort of uh, getting some people back in the stands. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about this week because it's a strange week again. First of all, the rivalry game was supposed to be on Saturday against Montana State. They move it to Sunday. But you guys also have a game before that, but before we get to the Eastern matchup Thursday, what do you guys think of just the game getting moved to Sunday? Do you mind at all? Uh, I, I don't mind. Um, I mean, we did the same thing here sure. to get on ESPNU. Um, and, I mean, it is what it is. We're, we're still going to play them. Um, always get up for that game. So I'm excited. I got a couple, couple good friends from high school that are playing in the national championship. So, I mean, go Grizz. But it's, it's good to see them and the success that they're having. So, I mean, I'm ready to play on Sunday. That's an interesting note, too. Uh, you're a Bozeman High grad. Mm-hmm. I saw a graphic today. I think there's eight or nine Bozeman High guys playing in the game. And there's a bunch of Bozeman High guys playing here, too, for the Grizz. I mean, there's like 12 or 13 guys from Bozeman High that are playing D1 football in the state. So, um, I mean, you're kind of the only representative from Bozeman High in the, in the basketball world. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you still keep up with those guys? And then what do you think of just the dynamic of how many Bozeman High guys are making it at the top level of college football? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really cool. They obviously had a great program in high school, and there's a lot of tradition there. And um, But, yeah, I definitely still keep in touch with a lot of them. Obviously, the guys that uh, play here. I talk to Lance a lot. But, sure. um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool to watch them have success uh, at the next level for sure. I wrote that in my uh, profile about Lance this year, Lance McCutcheon, uh, All-American receiver for the Bobcats. I seriously think that one of his best skills as a receiver is something that he honed in basketball. He was such a good rebounder, right? And f- the last coaching staff, they just used him kind of as a blocker because he's a big, strong kid. But this coaching staff, they said, hey, jump ball, go get it. I mean, do you remember how good of a rebounder he was? Because I remember that standing out when I was watching you guys in high school. Yeah, I mean, he's a freak athlete. I played with him um, my junior year, and you, I mean, you can just tell yeah. just from the way he plays. He plays hard, and he's, yeah, he's super athletic, so... 
Chris Star of the Week, Mac Anderson, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. The Grizz on the road this weekend. They got Eastern Washington and Cheney on Thursday, and then they head to Bozeman to take on Montana State on Sunday. That game originally supposed to be Saturday. They moved it because it's a big football game on Saturday. Montana State playing North Dakota State for the FCS National Championship. The Sunday tip in Bozeman, 5 p.m., so look forward to that. But first, you guys got Eastern Washington, and it's an interesting dynamic as well because I know Bobby Houck, the head coach for Montana, he doesn't like calling anybody their rival except for Montana State. But we know in this league, especially in hoops, for Montana, Idaho's a rival, Weaver's a rival, Eastern's a rival, Montana State's a rival. All of the all the teams are going to give you their best shot. You guys got a little rivalry going with Northern Colorado, too. So, um, But Eastern Washington's kind of had you guys' number lately. There's a whole new look Eastern Washington team. There's, I don't even know anybody on the squad hardly. I haven't watched any of them play live yet this year. So what do you think of just the dynamic of Eastern and a team that uh, has beat you guys four times in a row, so there's probably a little extra motivation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to us, it's the same program, regardless of who's playing there. Um it is kind of an interesting start to the season because, you know, we had Weber and then Eastern Montana State. Like you were saying, it's three three of our rivals back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, which is always always good. But, um, I mean, we're, we're definitely ready to go. Obviously, last year um, they did have our number, and uh, we we got to get them back, I feel like. I mean, it's it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a good it's good competition always, and we always uh, are excited to go play them. Third head coach in the last seven years for Eastern Washington, but they're all from the same sort of coaching tree. Jim Hayford was there, and then Shante Leggins took over. He was an assistant for Hayford, and David Riley takes over for Shante. He worked for both those guys. Mm-hmm. Stylistically, do they look the same? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same style that they've had the last couple of years. What is the key then to, to combating that style? Because, uh, you know, they like to get up and down. They play a lot of ISO. Um, defensively, I think they're really challenging to guard. What are the keys for Montana if you want to sort of uh, derail what Eastern Washington likes to do? Yeah, I mean they they, they always have um, talented players and they're and they're well coached. Um, I think that one thing that we've had success with in the past is just honestly just played really really hard, um, a lot of a lot of pressure, ball pressure, and just yeah, just playing hard. Really, the the looming rivalry game in Bozeman on Sunday. How do you not let that be a distraction? And do you talk about that with your teammates, especially maybe the younger guys? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, we've we've been uh, we can try and take it one game at a time, but um, obviously it's hard to not think about it, especially for me. I mean, it's always on my mind, but um, I think as a group, we've definitely been focused on Thursday and then uh, get get that one taken care of and then move on to move on to Sunday. One of the prides of the Treasure State, Mac Anderson, Chris Star of the Week, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Chris Star of the Week presented each week by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Appreciate them for being a part of it. Go check out Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors for all of your outdoor needs, particularly when it comes to any sort of apparatus or gear you might need, such as just coming down in buckets out there in the state of Montana. ESPN Radio, Nuanas Now. Got some Desperado wings for you. As well as an update on Grizz Hockey, keep it right here. 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. For four years running, Coulter Nuanez and the team at ESPN Missoula have captured the E.B. Craney Award for Radio Sports Coverage of the Year. Each Wednesday on Nuanas Now, the featured long-form interview of the week takes center stage. Tune in to Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula or SWX Montana Television to hear the Montana Radio Sportscaster of the Year conduct an in-depth interview with prominent sports figures from around Montana. The ESPN Roundtable during the 5 o'clock hour each Wednesday on Nuanas Now is proudly presented by Paradise Falls. Is Nuwana's now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Be 
Talked a little talking heads with the old boys over at the trail earlier this morning. They were recurating, as they always do, their list for you. If you ever want to listen to some funky music, 103.3 The Trail. Just one notch up on your dial. Actually, Robert chasing for me. It's two notches up, but one scan. 102.9 here, ESPN Missoula, to 103.3. There's nothing in between on 103.1, so just one scan will get you there. Go listen to The Trail. They're always playing fun stuff like the talking heads. ESPN Radio, Nuanas Now. You want some wings? I know you do. I had some delicious spicy teriyaki from Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill on Sunday. They hit the spot. They were so good. They actually even saved half of them and brought in my brother. He's a big wings connoisseur. And uh, he was loving them too. So do yourself a favor and go check out the Desperado for uh, any of your watching needs. It's fun to watch sports in there no matter what sport is on. But it's also fun to eat wings no matter what time of day or time of year it is. We got a dozen wings for you. Give us a call right now. 888-1029-888-1029. Make it easy. Car number one, we got 12 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. What's up with Chris Hockey? Well, they are almost through their winter break. They're about uh, eight days away from retaking the ice. Or they won't be home again until January 22nd, so about 17 days away. But they will be back in action next Friday against Montana State. And then next Saturday and Sunday against Eastern Washington. They also play again in Bozeman on January 21st and then a return trip for the Cats to Missoula on January 22nd. So that's their last uh, home game against the Cats. Just two more home games for Grizz Hockey. Crazy. Season's flown by. They've got uh, eight games left, and six of them are on the road. And uh, five of those, excuse me, they have nine games left, and and uh, five of them are against Montana State, including one in Missoula and then three in Bozeman. So uh, it'll be fun to, to monitor and Fun to uh, see it all play out. We'll probably have Tucker Sargent swing by, give us a little update on everything that's going on with Grizzaki next week, and uh, maybe even give you a chance to win some tickets to the games uh, in a couple weekends. We were uh, expecting maybe a surprise caller, but it doesn't sound like he is on the line. But if he does get back around to chiming in, that's all good. We'll definitely... Get him on, but for now, our one's in the books, and our two's coming at you. The big human, one of the best storytellers in the world, Mike Kramer, a guy who's lived a life of Big Sky Conference football from his time as an offensive guard at Idaho to his time as an assistant coach at Montana State when they won the 1984 National Championship to head coaching stints at Eastern Washington, then MSU, and then Idaho State. He's a guy that knows more about the game than... Almost anybody I've ever met, he'll join us next on the ESPN Roundtable. Keep it right here. 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 